When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken 00. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken 00. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm. In the order it was received, please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, Getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock! It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Yeah, madness. But uh, uh, this is uh, episode three. No, 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 shit, it ain't. It's not. I'm, I've mixed them up. This is the Euros podcast, fighting cop podcast. Who uh, we're covering the Euros because uh, what, what else we're gonna fucking do? Uh, joined by Majestic and Gaza from the same old Spurs podcast. How you doing, boys? Oi, oi. And do you know what? It's great. Now Gaza finally. He's not gonna kick off on a voice note to me now. <laughs> Look, mate. I've, I've had a couple. I am just so happy that you finally allowed me on this show. I, don't, I, I, I mean, I, it. it wasn't, it weren't, it weren't nothing to do with me. It was Matchers Gang. Can you oh, just blame me? Can you not blame Match? I think that it's just worked out beautifully that it's on a Saturday afternoon. It means that Gaza's around. No, let's not make excuses. You didn't want me on. <laughs> no, Majestic, Majestic kept kept sending me messages going. Can you just let it be just me? <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming out. It's all coming out. I uh, just want to say, absolutely, like it's mental because I when when I um. But when you reached out, uh, Madge, and you talked about same old Spurs and all that stuff, and you came on the podcast, I didn't really fully appreciate what when you you mentioned you were doing this this song with um, you know you remixing Rasputin by Boney M, and I was like, I did it didn't really occur to me that what would happen following that. <laughs> I've got my kids coming up into the, coming into the kitchen singing. Rah, rah, raspy. I was like, what? what's going right, on? Yeah. Every time it comes it's on the radio, it's like, that's my mate. That's my mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, honestly, yeah, it's just crazy. It went, I went golden chili the other day. <laughs> what, was those, what was those two um, really good Chileans in like the late 90s up the, up the top? Ah, oh, unbelievable, weren't they, guys? Yeah, yeah man, I was, I, was saying, Flav, I was saying to Kev, I was saying to Madge, I was saying to him, I have to get him a tracker. Gazes everywhere. <laughs> Unbelievable! Absolutely well everywhere. done, mate. Absolute congratulations! Congratulations, everything you're doing, mate. You're, you're smashing it. Um, Flav, all right. Before we go any further, can I? Can I? Like, can this be confession for me? Almost like you're a vicar. Yeah. Because I've I've seen Sol Campbell, haven't I? Wow. In what way? Have you seen um, him? Like, I've seen him once driving past me in a car. In the way, in the flesh, and I've had a conversation with him, and I've got his phone number. I've seen oh. him in my nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what, I mean, what do you want from me? Do you, what, do you want me to say that's oh, okay? I, I want forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ain't getting it, mate. You make your own decisions. You hurt your own, you know, your, your path is your own. If you want to in, include, uh, you know, I won't, out of respect for you, I won't say, I won't Do you know what? up. Do you know what felt good? I told him he hurt me. I literally looked him in the eyes and said, so you hurt me. You, you hurt me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. We do, a little seg- we, we do a segment on our show, Two Weeks Wages, Flav. Yeah. And definitely, Jeff got two weeks for that. Absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Well, listen, t- tell us what. Tell us he, little, he done his cameo for the music video for Come On England, so that's all I wanted. I know, you, you're putting together a, a, a record for England. Uh, that, that must be a bit of a challenge, really, because there's so many of them are sort of, they're difficult to pull off, aren't they? 
Oh yeah, the thing is, free lands is the bar, isn't it? And then like, yeah, and it's banging. Then it's world of motion. Yeah, so that's it. Out of like, the two, no who, really... what do you rate more? Because I, I, I've got to say, like, as, as a as something that moved me as an adolescent, I'd say world of motion was the one. It was quality, absolutely superb. But um, uh, yeah, free lines. I think, seems yeah. to... As as a as a composition, as a record, I think that um, world in motion probably takes it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but as as something that's got memories attached to it of, uh, but then again, world in motion was for World Cup ninety. In actual fact, it's probably a bigger deal. We got to the semi-finals of a World Cup, lost on penalties. But I think it's because the Euros was was obviously on home turf that ninety six that. You know, it was had so much emotion based on it. Do you think? Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, world emotion for me. That's, oh, yeah. that's well, the... you, you like John Barnes's bars. That's why. That's exactly it. Um, and I thought that was sensational. I'm still playing the car now. Well, <laughs> you, think, you think what like what player would come out now and legitimately go on a track and own it like John Barnes did? They Jack Grealish. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. I saw potentially. that one the other day. Did you see that one on what, BBC? What was he buzzing? Yeah. What was he doing? He had a little. I think he done a little thing with Mika Richards. And he, he sung a little song. To be fair, he weren't that bad. Weren't that bad. What a national treasure Mecca Richards is. Oh, Honestly. Yeah, he's done very well for himself. He's really well coming to his own, isn't he? In this he's sort really of pundit done. post. Uh, who else has probably had that big of a transition from post-career into punditry? That Gary Neville. Like, yeah. no one really liked Gary Neville, did they, as a player? And since no. then, everyone likes him. Yeah, Even yeah, though he, he just says uh, Manchester United and Sir Alex Ferguson every five minutes. He's like, when I was playing for Manchester United, I just said Alex Ferguson, Manchester United, Harry Kane got Manchester United. What he did was he he, he he talked about football in a way that most people could understand. I think like a lot of pundits, and you know this is before Gary Neville, because the standard of punditry since Gary Neville isn't, what it was before and I'll say standard depends what you like right but if you know the way Roy Keane uh Mika Richards to a certain degree but I think he's much more genuine and soonest they know they have a role to fill at Sky Sports when they're talking about football and and that is to get, get the soundbite so it can be spread on social media so 100%. Um, yeah, I think so. But, and I, I've got no issue with it. I, I rate it. And, and you know, it's um, it's give birth to... I've never, have you guys ever heard of All Right Fans? The guy oh, on Twitter. Yeah, I you love know, All Right Fans. You know oh, the one man. guys, the one that they do the voiceover, like, I got a lovely bit of thing off of Jamie Redknapp and then I smashed a Spice Girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's one of them when he voiced... He'd done a voiceover of uh, Roy Keane and Jamie Redknapp getting into it, like, Logan, I have a fight. And uh, he goes, <laughs> Jamie Redknapp goes, what, what, we want a piece, a piece of this. You want a little move around here? And Roy, Roy <laughs> Keane, in this over, he goes, you're like a fucking woman to me. <laughs> I'd love to run you over. It was fucking beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Let, let's, before we get on to uh, England and uh, what's been happening last night and the... Uh, the situation we find ourselves in. Let's just. I, I want to get your, your your guys' idea on what's happening at Spurs because it seems pretty grim at the moment. Obviously, we've lost out on Fonseca, or we didn't want Fonseca, and and we definitely didn't want Gattuso. But since then, uh, Jose Mourinho has said that he was misled in some of his previous projects, and he didn't mention Tottenham. To be fair to him, but you can only. <laughs> That's the only club he's ever gone to who didn't win anything, which is so fucking apt, it's unreal. Um, 
but yeah, what would you make of Jose Mourinho's comments? Like what? Like you know, he, he I think he, he he's frustrated by his time at Man United and at Tottenham. Um, I think probably but, he, he felt the same way, Flav. Like with Man United and Tottenham, promised a lot of things. I think when he was at Man United, he was after Toby and Dyer and people like that, wasn't he? And he didn't he didn't necessarily get the centre backs that he wanted. Um, the money wasn't spent the way that he wanted it to be spent. So I think perhaps he's talking about both clubs there. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I think he's probably disappointed at both of those. More so, I think he's probably more frustrated at his time at Manchester United because he really wanted that job. Yeah. And, um, you know, he looked at Sir Alex Ferguson with a lot of admiration and he wanted to come into that place and have another legacy like him, I suppose. And it never never was the way to be. What do you think, guys? Was that on the, on the Jose Mourinho? Yeah, on the Jose. Look, they, look, you know what, Jose Mourinho, just to come off that, just all of a sudden, like... He must be looking at this situation at Tottenham now and be laughing. Honestly, he must be laughing. I know he, would, he was. a lot of people say he was toxic for the club and things like that, but some of the people that we've been linked with couldn't lace his boots. They couldn't. Yeah. And that's just a fact. And he'll be looking at this situation and be laughing. But um, Well, there's another I'm... Italian, apparently, we're after uh, Samino Eladiso. Oh, God, another Italian. Like, it's just so, you know, Aladiso, okay, big <laughs> Flav, where are you? Where are you at with it? Because I'll be honest with you, I looked at Daniel. I, I watched that interview of Daniel Levy, and mm. there was one point that come out of it that I thought, yeah, there's a bit in that for me, and that was the fact when he said that the man, the, the managers that we've even been linked with, we haven't even spoken to. Like the media are having a field day of Tottenham at the moment. But yeah, what I did like what, what he day. said was he goes. You know, I like to do my business in private. Coming from the guy that done an Amazon documentary a year ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and literally like some geezer that's been in the pub the week before, I've seshed off his nut going, <laughs> I do like a quiet weekend. I like to stay in the family. It's like, mate, you was on the floor of the pub last weekend. This yeah. guy is just a joker. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I think he p- would prefer if the, there was no football media, unless it yes. served him. I think he, he I, I feel like... We, as Spurs fans, we're getting, like, you know, embroiled in these these uh, sagas that are played out by a journal, a press that's that comes from a journalist who has an agenda to create turmoil at a football club where they may not be any. Yeah. Um, but that can only be a, a falsehood if something good is happening at that football club, and at the moment. Nothing seems to be happening. My only hope is that the press have got it all wrong. All the you know, Twitter journalists and uh, those that are you know the work for reputable news outlets have got it wrong, and they're just literally hanging every story that they write on the madness that's happening around football about our football club. But the reality is, is I'm sure I'm sure Daniel Levy's doing something. It's not like he's just oh. gone fuck. The, co- the Conte deal is fucked. What are we going to do now? Someone tell me what to do. I, that's not happened at Tottenham. It, it, it doesn't, you don't get from where we were in uh, 1992 to where we are now in 2001, uh, 2021 without a, a, a man at the helm who knows what he's doing. It's just that we don't know anything other than what's coming out through the press. We don't get anything. Nothing comes from the club at all. So we just have to sit there and react to what we hear. Is that is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, definitely. I, like, if, for example, the Fonseca one, I, that was what's the, it was so uninspiring when I heard the name. And I'm not going to find Yeah, I, I, I was. I, I thought, I, it's such an uninspiring like a name to be. To be... Our, our, our mate, friend of the show, Bo, 
he thought it was the guy that used to play for Juve. He was like, oh, he's a good player. I'm like, no, that's Daniel Fonseca. Yeah, that's what I mean. So When you go from Conte to, to Fonseca, it was, but I'm not being funny, Flav. I spent a bit of time doing a bit of research on him. Yeah. And like, I, 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 obviously him at Shakhtar to get done it, done well there. He went into Rome. I think he got him to a, a decent height in, in the league, but then he got injuries and the squad depth weren't there. So he, that, that sort of like didn't help him out in bits and pieces. But his old character and his old persona and the way he goes about things was sort of a little bit Pochesque, if you like. He played an attack. He, he played an attacking style of football. So I could see where Tottenham was going with that one, to be honest with you, after mm. spending a little bit of time like reading up and watching a few things on him. But for that to be fallen off again about money it's about money again it's like the club how can you bring a manager into a football club when he's got a, when he's got i think what is it a year-end tax thing or whatever it might be and not say okay well we'll, we'll, we'll pay that for you you're showing no back into the guy straight away well, surely indeed. in a deal like that you just go don't worry about what you what's going on with you financially we'll get it ironed out for you the club haven't done that so obviously they weren't sold on him one way or another if only football it, yeah. was as sim simple as when we bought paul gascoigne's sister a sunbed <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah that was that that's why he went to us instead of Man United. He's like, if we buy my sister Sunbird than that man, like, like a yeah. good, good Tottenham. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mate. I, I, yeah, I completely agree. And, and maybe that was one of the things about the Fonseca deal that you know put a spanner in, in the works. And look at us; we're, we're just speculating. We have no idea, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. But if if you um you you're going in and you've got this manager and you're thinking, right, I'm impressed by him, and then he comes in and goes, by the way. Um, I've got this fucking mad tax thing that you need to sort out. You're like, we don't even know you. Like, we're like we're giving you an opportunity. You want us to sort this bit out? Maybe that's that was a part of it as well. I'm not sure, but we've also been uh, linked with Brendan Rodgers again. Um, this the Brendan Rodgers is the first name. On Listen, the... Flav, I'm very very proud, very proud <laughs> to be linked, very proud of you, very proud of the podcast, and I'm very proud to be linked one, once again. But you know. I love it here at Leicester, you know, very proud of the boys. Yeah, but can he love it? How much can he love it at, at Leicester? Like, well, he's down. very proud. He's very, I mean, he's, I'm sure he's proud. I'm, I'm sure he was proud at the time he was managing Swansea. I'm sure he's very proud of all those times. But, you know, when an opportunity comes up, comes knocking, then... Um, he does he seem to, to go to the bigger opportunity, doesn't he? From he the does. get go, he was, yeah. From the get go, like when it, when we was when we lost Jose, he was my number one target. But I actually thought him winning the FA Cup would have been a reason for him to actually leave because I think he'd find uh, it's going to be even harder to get in the top four, five, six, whatever it be next year. He's nicked a trophy there, and I thought, Do you know what, that might have been his time to just say, okay, another challenge for me. So, but obviously, he made some comments after that FA Cup final to suggest that he was going to be staying at Leicester and he was happy there. So then that one automatically goes away but it's a shame but for it to come back there might be something in it but again we're back on that press situation Flav we just don't really know mate it's just linked no, no, this, this is it this is so literally setting up sort of talking points for this podcast I went on yeah. to uh, just just the news to see what, what's going around and it's just full of just full of bollocks and, and, and like again like <laughs> and, and we, we, we're producing podcasts you guys produce the same old Spurs podcast doing the fighting cock and, and all, everything we say, every single bit, and maybe Madge has a little, he might know a little bit, like he's at TalkSport, maybe he knows a bit more than most of us, right? No, mate, listen, I, I'm going to break break the magic circle there. I'll, I'll break the, the code straight away. They know as much as we do. Right. Honestly, like you're in that building, it's like, oh, we've heard this. Like, I could literally go up to TalkSport and go, look, a good source, I've got a really good source <laughs> inside Tottenham. And they've told me. They run it. They've they've told me that Jonathan Ross wants the job. 
Get Jonathan me. Ross wants a job. Welcome along to uh, Spurs, uh, the Samuel Spurs podcast with Flair for the Vicop. Uh, we're going to get in some uh, some big players like Les Ferdinand. Like literally, I can, <laughs> I can chat that much nonsense, and it would it would be a story because again, like you said, because we are producing at a regular uh, uh, rate, we need stuff to talk about. It was yeah. there was a week the other week when I was at Talksport too. And it was like the day before, nothing. Then the next day it was like, who is Paolo Fonseca? And for three hours, I had an Italian journalist on telling me how woeful he was. <laughs> then I oh, had really? like, um, I had, what's his name? Chris, Chris, who looks like Potch on as well. Uh, <laughs> like I just had everyone on talking about Fonseca. You've got to fill the happening. time. You've got to fill the airwaves, right? And, uh, and yeah, like, listen, we're, we're, putting, we're putting together this run order. Let, uh, let's just break apart the run order I've just put together, right? Forget it. Right, what I've got is Jose Mourinho said he, he, that he's been misled. Tottenham are apparently approaching Brendan Rodgers. Neither of those things is probably true. And Jurgen Klinsmann said he's open to the Spurs job. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? <laughs> like, well, Flav, Flav, tell Daniel I'm very available for him. You know, I came back. I saved him from relegation. I'm not. You know the, do you remember best, when he came back? The best bit about this like... running order, Madge. The best thing about this running order is your impressions. That's that you saved the <laughs> Fighting Cup podcast, right now. Can we just put Yol in there just so that we can have a, Martin Yol? Like, but Yol just comes back and saves the day. He's just like, listen, Harry, you're going to stay. You could be Berbatov one day and then leave, you know? <laughs> well, let's, let's, give, um, let's give fucking Harry Kane a job. Let's give, like, give him something. That... Whoa. Let's I'll give tell you him what, some... Harry, Harry Kane's going to get a caning on the podcast today because he was woeful for England. Yeah. Well, we'll, let, uh, we'll, sure we'll get, uh, we'll get to that. Let, let's, we'll get into that in a second. But let's just... just... Before we do, um, it, you, you it, wouldn't take Jurgen Flav? No, I would not. I would not. Take. I appreciate how much he did for us in the, you know, what was it? Fucking not for me that one. Twenty years ago, but no, no, no. Not I for mean, me. Not, not at all. Do you remember his press all. conference when he came back? He goes, "Look, you know, I, I want to save us from relegation, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Santa Claus." <laughs> he did actually. He, like you say that, but he literally single handedly saved us from. Relegation. He scored four goals. Do you remember? Yeah, he did. Six two. Yeah, six two. Last four game, goals. You know, I'll tell you a funny and story about who that. Else, I, who I, else was on the score sheet that day, though, Flav? Oh, fuck. Wow. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say. Hang on a minute. When did you, ninety? There must be ninety six. I'd say Dizel. Jason Dizel. Is it? Was it? No. 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 Let's just say it's not been one of our better players. Was it Stephen Carr? It was not Stephen Carr. All right, who was it then? Go on. <laughs> it was, um, who, who was it? It was uh, Klinsman got the four, as you say. Sir Les. Yeah. Okay, all right. And one of the greatest number eights in the history of Tottenham Hotspur. Alan Nilsson. Musa Saib! <laughs> Shit, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah Musa oh, Saib. Musa Saib. Jeez. He, he came on for Rule Fox on 72 minutes. Okay, wonderful. I mean, uh, yeah, was that, was that, I, Nic I, Nicola Berti in there that day? I'll just tell you a story. I, I um, uh, I used to work for uh, that. What, what would have been? What was that? Ninety eight? Was it ninety six? Ninety seven? Yeah, I think it would have been. Yeah, so I would have been working at Woolworths on a Saturday afternoon oh, because that what, was what a place. My, yeah, Fantastic I mean, place. Pick a mix. Pick a mix was the one. It wasn't that. Like people talk, like eulogise over uh, um. Woolworths, like it's it was the best. It was a shit shop, and 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 it, 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 <laughs> that's because you worked good, in it, Flav. 
That's because yeah, you weren't there. So so what, I worked at Toys R Us. Everyone was like, oh my God, working at Toys R Us must have been so great. I was like, it was hell. I got yeah, 3.95 was... an hour. No, yeah, but no, no, I, I, I was paid minimum wage as well. But my, what I, how, how well I was valued as an employee isn't where I'm coming from right now. It was shit. The products they, they, they served were shit. The, the people that shopped in there were upstanding people of uh, society, and I respect them fully. All right, let's... Um... <laughs> pick and mix, though, Flav. It's all about the pick and mix. That's what anyone talks about. It's all about the pick and mix. Yeah, but we didn't even have pick and mix when I was there. That was like a... That was an idea. Where was your Woolworths? Worst Woolworths ever. You've got, <laughs> like, the, the, the little Woolworths. Crouch End. Crouch End. Crouch End. Well, that should have been up market. It should have been, but that's why it went out of business and no one shopped in there, did they? Anyway, uh, let's let's talk about England. Um, yeah. Because we're in a situation now where we've beaten Croatia. This is a team that, that, you know, knocked us out of the World Cup a few years back, three years ago. Um, just, just as a side note, I... Managed to. I was flying to Portugal to go to a festival when that game was happening, and we'd planned it so that we'd arrive in Lisbon and we'd get to this square where the game was being played uh, or, or was being displayed. And uh, there was a delay on our flight. We landed, we heard that Trippier had scored, and then we just sat back and watched what you know, the just the, the misery that happened after it. And um, yeah, it was shit, but this is a team that we um. You know, we failed against and then had beaten and it was good and there was lots of positives. You know, we, we expected Croatia to put up a fight and this is never going to be the best England performance. But then we go into Scotland, who are, I would say, a tin pot football nation. Is that fair? The thing with Scotland, certainly coming there, like, the thing with Scotland, a bit like West Ham, isn't it? Like when they play, when West Ham play Tottenham, it's their cup final. Like when Scotland play England, like they are doing everything. It's a totally different yeah. dynamic. Like the the effort and the work rate that they're going to put in the application is going to be on a different wavelength. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think you're always going to get that with them. That's always going to make that fixture tougher than what it should be, really. Yeah, I was up, I was fan, up Wembley for talk, talk Sport yesterday, and their fans, mate, like you said, yeah. is their cup final. Like they were in full Highland gear, kilts with no pants on. The full no, I love shebang. It. I love it because that's that's you know you know when when back in the day when Spurs were you know in the, for you know if you use their expression in the shadow of Arsenal which hasn't been the case for ten years right but but you know we we'd go into that game and we'd give it to their supporters like on the high road they would they would know that they're coming to Tottenham because mm. they were in a situation where they felt elevated and we felt underappreciated and when the tides turned. It was fucking beautiful, right? We give it to them. We always give it to them. And the same thing with Scotland is they, they, um, it means more to them than it does to us to, to, to a certain degree. And, and I, and I understood that because I watched the game and I was frustrated and it was shit and we weren't very good and Scotland were better than I thought they would be. But the, to hear some of the, the Scottish fans this morning on Twitter, especially, it was like, We'd be we'd played Pep Guardiola's Barcelona team or seventy eight Brazil team, like it, they were good, they did more than they should have done, but it weren't like I don't know I don't, I just felt like they were perhaps Billy Gilmore's it. a Dan now isn't he? And he and there was times in the first half where he was getting run ragged Billy Gilmore. Anyway, look, I may maybe I'm a little bit bitter, Gaza. What what did you think of um what did you think of uh, of the performance overall? Can can we go on and, and do something substantial in this 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 competition? Are we, you know, um, 
know, are, are we not pacing the group stages correctly, or is Gareth, State, Gareth Southgate right in saying we've just got to get through? Look, it's difficult because there weren't. If that team that was named yesterday, there probably won't have been too many fans that would have probably opposed to it. Everyone's going to have their opinion and their pick on certain players that they want to play in certain positions or whatever, certain formation. But you looked at that team yesterday and you thought that's a strong team, isn't it, Flav? It's a strong team. Like yeah, it was, it was you, you could probably argue that Mag- Maguire. Him, yeah. Definitely, you could argue that Maguire, when he's fit, comes back in. But the other places, you, apart from Grealish, perhaps that's it. Like that, that's that's the team that we've got. I just think the problem that we do have at the minute, and it's quite a big one, is that a bit like similar to Tottenham in ways, is just like we've got decent individuals, but we're struggling to find a way as a team. Like, I look at Harry Kane. Like, now, Harry Kane, he's off the ball at the minute for England. No doubt about it, yeah? Last two games. And what I mean by that is, is he's back to he's back to goal. When he's got his back to goal, his first touch, his, his, his movement, he looks like he's running quicksand. Everything, he's finding things difficult. But he's got no one near him. Now, if you look mm-hmm. at that Mason Mount role, like, for example, you've got two holding midfielders, perhaps, and then you've got Mason Mount, who really, in theory, should be playing closer to Harry as, we, as you've got the wide men in Foden and Sterling, yeah? Now, Mason Mount's all over the place, Flav. He's picking the ball up deep. He's going out on the right. He's picking out on the left. Harry Kane had three centre-halves last night. He was so... It, it was easy. Easy work for them. England have got to find a way to get the best out of Harry Kane. They've got to get someone close to him and they've got to be playing with him. Um, because we need Harry Kane. He needs to be firing this tournament or we've got no chance. And that's well, just I've, where I'm at of it. I've got a solution here. Is it, you don't play two midfielders. Don't take, uh, you know play two holding midfielders. Definitely. Like, yeah, right. I think you could easily play. You could easily play. Sorry to come in there. You could easily right. play... You could easily play for me Mount with one of the other boys, whether it be Henderson, um, Bellingham, or Rice. There, you could go, go go to Mason Mount. He's going to have to play a disciplined job. He's going to have to play in that role, not be roaming around. He's going to have to do a disciplined blood job for us in there. Then you could probably bring Grealish to play in behind Harry. Yeah. Then you can go with the wide men. Who you choose wide, whether you go with the pace men in Sancho or Rashford or Foden out wide again or whatever. But that that's an option. That gives you one more attacking player going forward. Do you know what I mean? Would you agree yeah. with that? No, no, 100% agree with it. I, I think the the issue here is is that Southgate is being pragmatic. He wants yes. to get the... He doesn't want to lose. He wants to be conservative. He wants to make sure that, that, that England are difficult to beat. And he... Flav, um, Flav, play devil's advocate with the Southgate one, right? It's always good to have a devil's advocate in the mixer. Yeah. Is, especially in tournament football... Is Gareth Southgate like having the responsible adult with you when you go into McDonald's? Yeah. Because yeah. if like when you went to McDonald's as a kid, you got the Happy Meal. That was it. You was happy. You got the one ninety nine Happy Meal, cheeky burger, little toy. When you go in there as an adult, you're having double cheeseburger sliders. You're going, yeah, I'll have a McChicken sandwich meal and a double cheeseburger on the side. You don't need all that. Yeah. But you're still at McDonald's. Yeah. You know I mean, so with Gareth what, Southgate, what... I think being pragmatic <laughs> could be a good thing. As you go across the tournament, one of our friends, Kai, said to us earlier, you know, you look at Portugal, I don't think they, they won a game in it when they won the Euros in 2016 in the group stages. You know, yeah. you look at... The, tr- the trouble is with that, though, Kev. You play pragmatic and the level of opposition, we're going to get better. They're going to be better. You start yeah, playing but, that way. Like, we... He's just ensuring getting out of the group without... You know, because Scotland did possess a threat from set pieces. Set pieces were brilliant. You know, it was like Tierney and Robertson, they're always going to have that threat. So... You know, if we was to get caught on one of those and they've got, you know, a goal or two set pieces, then you're chasing your tail. So maybe there is some level of being sensible because we all just, especially the talent we've got on the bench, we just want to see us smash teams out of the park. We, so maybe we should be doing that. it's good to get this crap game out of the way. 
Yeah, I, maybe... I think. I... Yeah, go on, go on, Flav. No, Sorry, go, 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 go. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right there. I think do you know what that could probably be the best thing for us because every, that, that one except they got booed off yesterday. Yeah. They got booed off at Wembley. That's not acceptable. So and they'll know that and the, the levels have got to be higher. They Harry Kane, higher. the captain of England, sub two games. Yeah, he's been whipped off the last two games. And yeah, you... obviously you know I'd like to play better, but you know I've asked Gary <laughs> Neville for a game of golf and uh, ever since then it's been uh, downhill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough. It's, it's tough. You got to be at it in these Euros. You got to be at it. But at the end of the day. We've got another game against Czech and I fancy us to roll with them. I really can do I, I think uh, we'll beat them. Can I propose a, a, a conundrum to you? Um, would you take a Harry Kane bad fire injury for him to stay at Spurs? Ooh, what? Well, like, so so he's, out, he, he's out till November. Like bad one. A proper torn hammy. But uh, it means that we don't sell him. I think his value's going down. I really mean that. I know that's stupid of me. It might sound silly to say, but this is a tournament all eyes are watching all around Europe, all around the world. He's been whipped off in the last two games. And what it means for Tottenham is that the number that people are going to come up with and offer Spurs to take him away from us, it's not going to be enough. Yeah, and then we it's won't be enough. Him. But my because... question, I think you're dodging the question here, guys. Well, well, what I'm asking is, is, would you wish injury on him so he stays at Spurs? No, no, no. I would. That's that's fair enough, mate. But I, I'll, I'll just want to add an Englishman. If, I'll I'd say crucial injury to stay the end of, end of his uh, playing career, even if he's rubbish. I'll take it. <laughs> love that. Oh, do, uh, do you love it? I'm not sure anyone listening to this would love that at all. No, <laughs> no, no. no. What, what I mean is, I'm not saying love it in terms of the injury. I'm loving what you're saying, but uh, I don't passion. know. I, I, yeah, the passion. the passion. I can't see that. Look, we we we, we want to win this tournament. We we need him. England need yeah, him course, desperately mate. because uh, absolutely. I mean, if he's oh. firing, if he's like, if he's the Harry Kane we know him to be at Tottenham, we know he's the best forward in the world. Maybe only, only second yeah. to Lewandowski, right? So we know how good he is. If he can do that with the players around him. And this is, this is what I'm saying, going back to Southgate and the way he's managing the team is that he has so much talent, so many players in the, the this is the best, probably the best squad I've, I've, and I would say it was better than, Maybe the was it two thousand was it two thousand twelve or wherever it was when Lampard and Gerrard and we and, and we had that fan, like the Golden Boys squad and it it turned out we got beat by Germany was it four two no the Golden okay. Boys squad I love that one do you remember it though like they were yeah, they were like course, the golden yes. gen, the golden generation that golden generation yeah yeah uh, but I, I genuinely believe in this 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 team this squad and. It's so good. Like that that front like Jaden Sancho hasn't played a fucking minute. Oh, no. And and he's hopefully at... hopefully Flav, after Grealish coming on and he was opening up a little bit. Just a little bit. He didn't do loads, but he done enough to show for me that he needs to start. Perhaps going into this next game. But again, but you go into this to... next game and all they need is a point. So does would he you, then play for the Would point? you introduce a bit of pace? I know we've had Sterling wide, but would you go pace both sides? So I would you can just... either you can meet you can I'm even make an about... argument for Rashford and Sancho, both sides, Grealish off Kane with two worried, behind him. I'm, I'm not worried about pace. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about what quality we have going forward, how how many mm. good players we've got there. Though like, You could take Kane, like like we said, one of the best number nines in the world, right? I, and probably one of the best number tens in the world. You could take him out of that team and play Calvert-Lewin and be as effective because of the quality we've got going forward. The problem is... That Southgate won't do it. He won't. You he, within like in front of his eyes, he has 
one of the best forward lines that England have ever had. And he just won't, he won't go 10 toes into it. He will, just will not commit because he's a conservative manager and he just wants to get the results that get us to there. And if he does... What, what, what really, what, what more can he do though, Flav? Like, that's okay. what the argument I'm having. Like, what more can he do? Apart from, say, losing one of the, the holding midfield players, what more can he really do? Because apart from changing the formation up, he's selecting players that people would have said, yeah, okay, they should definitely be starting, i.e. Foden. Sterling, perhaps not. Yeah? I think but the, big, the biggest, Greenwich, just to answer you, your question. Do you get what just, I mean? Do you get what I'm yeah, trying no, to say? No, no, 100%. But, but, but it... it it's all well and good picking the players, but how are they going to? Uh, how are you allowing them to express themselves? And and the, the biggest thing is when we're we're nil nil against Scotland, who are ranked third worst in this competition. That doesn't mean a great deal. I get it, right? But we we're crying for Grealish to come on the onto the pitch, and he brings off Foden. What I would have yeah, done, that was strange, strange, strange. Yeah. What I would have done because I I make stupid decisions, and I have done through my entire life that got me into trouble. But what I would have done is kept Foden on, taken off Phillips and just allowed those three players, the most creative players we've had in, in, in a generation in Mount Foden and Grealish and just allowed them to play. Just, just go. doesn't matter what happens. If we get beat by Scotland, I know it'd be terrible, but we believe in your creativity. Just go. But we and- don't know if he's not telling them to express himself, Flav. But that, that's what I mean. Like, well, he might, he, I'm, I'm sure he's not saying to him, come. Yeah, but I'm, I, yeah, I know you mean, but like, again, like, we're, we're guessing. I don't think that you, we don't know if Gar- he has water with his porridge. Hundred <laughs> percent. Water and salt. It's a difficult no, right. one to gauge because Gerson, I'm sure you, we don't know where, we don't know whether he's actually saying to him that don't go and express yourself, boys, because. I think I'd find that hard to believe. I just think that well, you've got to be at it. You've got to turn up at a night and you've got to be at the races. And I just think last night we weren't simple as that, really. But yeah, I, 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 I know. You, go on, mate. I agree. I agree with you, mate. I, I, I um, you know, we we don't know anything, and and every every time we kind of cast an opinion, it's just based on sort of stuff that you, that, that formulates in your brain when that you're watching presume, the game. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you presume it. Yeah, yeah. But what I would say is that uh, Gareth Southgate said after the game, that he goes, I get that the England fans would want us to um, put our foot on the pedal, but we have to qualify from this group. And that's why a manager, uh, the manager of our national team or the club that we love isn't a fan of the club. It's like, we, you know, imagine how mo- emotional we would be if we were taking Spurs into a North London derby. All I could say to him is just fucking get into him. Fuck, it doesn't no, matter yeah, what happens. No, get it's into him. I played an emotional derby last weekend with Gaza uh, <laughs> against our old school friends. We had a reunion with the boys in our year. And oh, we yeah. always used to play like the East London boys versus like the North London boys, for example. Yeah. We had the reunion last week, mate. Five minutes in, the emotion overtook Gaza. Yeah. Got a better of me. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, yeah, if Gaza was to take Spurs into war against Arsenal. I think he might actually punch Hunmin Son in the face. Yeah, Gazza. No, yeah. Ndombele's getting in a headlock. Yeah, sometimes. Talk, talk me through what happened. What? What? Was your, how did you lose your head? We had a game. Are we allowed to say what sort of game it was? Oh, I think we just East London versus North London. Yeah, so we had a game like that from old school pals. Yeah, okay. Um, from when, when, when we go back, there was always this one individual in school that had a big, big mouth. A little bit like myself, but he right. takes it to another so, extreme. Polar opposite. No, yeah. no, no, no. Not even polar opposite, sorry. They're the exact same, and they was in the same class. Yes. So, so when you're... we used to come up against them at school, it was horrible. 
Gazza, yeah. you're, so so you're, you're carrying through like, an, like uh, I, I, I don't know how old you are, but I imagine we're the same age. 20 year old, like, like not a grudge, but like a little, just a thing in your head. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's just, yeah, so we he, obviously we we got the game, and then he, he's come off injured. The other fella, he's playing for them. He's come off, and he was like, he was a running commentary the whole game. But the thing is, the only person he targets is me because he knows yeah? he can. Because he knows he can get at me. He's got he the same he issue. He's got the same issue. Yeah, and to right. be honest with you, he, t- he did. And my brother was playing, and my brother was getting it in the ear a little bit from him as well. And then my brother just done the most dirtiest two footed tackle on someone, like to the point where he actually said. Like the ref had to say to him, look, you're gonna to have to go off the pitch for that. It's yeah. a friendly game. It's like so he he, he left the pitch, he he, he went and yeah, just got the better of me, mate. So yeah, as Kevin said, don't want to go to war with me. Trust <laughs> me. It's no, good. Listen, but I'll tell you what I did do in that game, Flav. I done a Harry Winks one, yeah, but just inside my own half. Oh, it was great. Looking goal. for a cross to the back post, it went right in the top corner. It was a great. It was goal. a proper Harry Winks. I was moment. I was screaming Winksy at him off the sideline because yeah. he's, he's, <laughs> he, he, he subbed me five minutes before. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Madge, what, what do you make of um, our, our, our sort of potential into this tournament? Like we saw during the uh, World Cup, that you know during the group stages, you know Panama, we're always going to roll over Panama, but the other two games were quite close and then we ended up going to the semi-finals of the se- um uh, of the uh world cup which i know we're expecting as england fans we want us to to go on and do everything we dream that they could do but getting to the semi-finals of a world cup isn't easy it's not easy no right we're in that situation currently where we're, we're not overly enamored with what's been happening in the group stage and how well we've been playing although i was very confident after the croatia game but where are we gonna? What well, what's gonna happen? Can we win it? Um, of course you can win it because Greece won it in two thousand four. Yeah, so, shit as Greece were. And this is what and this is what I'm saying, Flav. So if Greece can win it in two thousand and four, then there's no reason why we can't win it. So we haven't seen our potential yet. That's one thing. That's one good thing that like we haven't seen our potential yet. Don't forget the lads. All of them have played a lot of football. And that is why I think Harry Kane looks like he's running through treacle. Do you then mm. say, Harry, we're going to arrest you for the Czech Republic game? I, you go... can, you're, sorry to come, you can't do that for him. Because he, he, did you see the way he came off yesterday? He weren't happy. He weren't happy. Like, no. That would be a big knock for him. But, you know, he, he looks leggy. He looks tired. And some of the other players look tired. Because there's been so much football. And everyone forgets how the season, you know, they didn't get pre-season last year. It went on longer last year. This year, same again, it finished later for the boys that have been playing Champions League finals. So, look, anything can happen. We've seen today, Hungary nearly beat France. That was one all in the end. Poor defended from them. They gave away a poor goal for Griezmann to score. But one all. Who saw that coming? This is the wonderful thing about knockout football, that anything can happen. And it's just one game. So the one good thing I'd say about England, and to be positive about us, is we do look like a collective. We do look like a group. Those lads look very much like they're enjoying each other's company. And in tournaments gone by, you mentioned the golden generation, Flav. Um, I know from speaking to Dean Ashton, Bobby Zamora, Carlton Cole, all West Ham. Uh, (laughs) I'm like a secret West Ham fan. (laughs) Uh, Speaking to all of those lads who'd been called up to the England camp, and all of them said at that time, when you used to go there, you felt like the apprentice, like you weren't kind of in the mixer with them mm. lot because you'd have Man United over there, Chelsea over there, Arsenal there. No one talks. They're in their cliques. It's so competitive in the league that they're not talking to each other. Whereas now, 
And I think this is down to social media because they're all backing each other on socials and leaving little fire emojis. And it's just a generational thing because they're all on, like, you know, like and the TikTok doing a dance and all that nonsense, um, that they're actually very well connected. So they seem to enjoy each other's company. So I think as a collective, as a group of players, same when it comes to the sort of knockout stages and you're going to start having to throw your body in front of the ball to keep you in a competition, I think these lads will do that for one another because I think they're actually trusting one another and believe in each other's ability. Madge, I'm going to ask you the same question that I did just a second ago. Can we win it? Uh, yeah. Yes! That's what I'm talking about. Gaza, can we win it? Definitely. Look, some of the players that we've got have been, they've been their top players. Phil Foden, Mason May, just won a Champions League. That Reese James who came in last night. Harry Kane, we're talking about one of the best forwards in Europe. Luke Shaw's playing in a Europa Cup final for Man United second, whatever. Harry Maguire, 80 million pound defender. We've, it's, it's there for us, but you've got to be at it, mate. And you've got to turn up. And you've and we've had, the thing is with Gareth, he's got to find a way to get this team fine. What I mean by team, it's not just about individuals. He needs to get, he needs to create a team and he needs to do it fast. As, we're you, as you said, guys, and I was saying this last night to my dad, and it's ironic that we're Spurs fans as well. Watching England is like watching Spurs. Definitely. There's no, pattern of, there, there's no pattern of play. What's our style? Under Potts, we had an identifiable style that we knew how we played. And even when Jose was doing all right at the start, we knew how he played. England, we don't really have a pattern of play just yet. That's why we need someone like Grealish to start against Czech Republic, have a firing game, take the game to his own, Maybe drop a Sterling because, yeah, he scored against Croatia. He got the start against Scotland. Looked, looked poor. Get Rashford in for a bit of pace. Or, as you said, Sancho. Like, the geezers had, what, only 20 assists and 18 goals in the Bundesliga or something yeah, stupid brilliant. like that? I know brilliant. it's the Bundesliga, but still. This is what I'm saying. So when we when Flav asked the questions, can we win? Of course we can. Exactly. Of course we can. can. Look at the because... players that we've got on the bench that are sitting there yesterday. Did you see the player there? There's a little photo. We had Rashford, Grealish and Sancho. Come yeah. on. Like, it's some top draw talent there. And, and I think this kind of reservation and understanding of the situation is because we're Spurs fans. Like, we know yes. that deep down we're going to foul, right? We're not going to win it. What do you think, think? What do you think? What, what team would you like to see? I, know, I don't know if we've got time to go. What, would no, you like to see a similar sort of team? Um, it, it, the team isn't the issue. It's the mentality yep. that there's been passed down. I think. So yeah, yeah. I, I I think um, the biggest weakness of our, you know, first eleven. Any changes then? Would you say for the next what, game? What all what I say is that the, the biggest weakness in our first eleven was the defense. But Tyron Mings has been our best player pretty much. I agree with you. I think he's been very very good. Mustard. I've noticed about Tyron Mings. What I've noticed about him, he talks a hell of a lot. Yeah, he's mustard. Do you know? Do you know he, yeah, he, he was captain of. Chippenham Town about five years ago, which is literally Man, that's a great story. You know, thirty minutes from where I, I, I live right now, and um, this isn't like a like Wiltshire isn't a footballing sort of district. It's not. We don't produce great players here, but uh, Tyron Mings was the captain of Chippenham Town, and now he's like really good. And and people were like, I, I think that they they were looking at our centre back options and thinking Stones does he play well without a really good player next to him? You know the you know, historically, apart from Everton, no. But he was good. And Tyron Mings has been really good. And I think that genuinely we've got... He's such a fucking unit as well. We've got a player there that can solve that defensive issue if there even is one. So if the defensive problem, the centre-back pairing isn't the issue, then the issue is releasing our ability and our 
passion um, and our um, flamboyancy going forward. And if we can do that, I would I would play I would play uh, Ming Stones. I'd play probably Trent, and I would say maybe uh, Trent's injured, don't he? No, sorry, sorry, not Trent. Um, who who uh, who played right? No, it was Reese James. James. Oh no, Walker, Walker, Walker. Walker. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry. So we play Walker, and then we play. Um, uh, I, I'd probably yeah, maybe stick with Shaw, or if Trippier worked, if the, the, the I thought I thought Trippier worked the other night. I thought Shaw was useless. You know, you but, could even go you Ben Chilwell there. I know. And that's what I'm talking about. Options like. The most important thing is that midfield is that it, oh, you can have two holders. It, like against Italy, you'd have two holders. It, against France, any you of the big teams. You don't need you don't need Calvin Phillips and Rice. Like, no. for me. Well, not not against France or, or, or sorry, not against um Scotland. Uh, fucking Scotland. No, like, just go out and get it. And and is he going to go out and get it? But you know, we're we're in the group stages. He's doing what we need to do to get through this segment of the com- of competition. And maybe we can go into the next game and have a different approach, or maybe being pragmatic and defensive against if we draw them, France, Italy, Holland, whoever it might be in the next round. Maybe that pragmatic approach and getting a couple of opportunities and relying on the quality of Calvert Lewin or Kane might be enough to get through, or it won't. Bit of a, knock, we'll go for out. Bit of a bit of a knock for Calvert Lewin last night, wasn't it? I suppose I know Rashford's been bought. That's probably why we only bought. One other forward like Calvin uh, Calvert Lewin, as opposed to Kane, Rashford coming on instead of him. You could have easily have put Calvert Lewin on there yesterday for Kane, couldn't you? But there was no service. There was no point. Yeah, I know. But what I'm trying to get is you he's the other forward to come in if yeah, you no, like. He could have come on. If you if you were game Rashford manager, was awful up front when he came on. Yeah, I but if you're managing that game, you're looking at what chances Kane had. There was a couple of balls in behind, but not much. Like. That's what I said about earlier about Flav about the pace. Like pace yeah. is important with Harry. Like he needs players, especially how he likes to drop in. He needs players that are capable of going beyond him. Do you know what I mean? And 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 uh, him slipping him in. I just I just think we've got to find a way of using Harry is so much better. He just looks so isolated to me. It's, 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 I think I, that's, I think that's what I feel watching that game yesterday. Find a way of using Harry to and using his attributes better. It was like watching a Spurs game, right? A few years ago at Wembley, I think we was playing someone like Swansea. And you know when they used to just bank up against us because they just won a point? Yeah. And it's five. so hard to break down that two banks of four. Yeah. And then, like, Harry is just absolutely missing for the whole game. That can happen because, as you say, guys, he's isolated. That's why in those moments there, you need someone to get in behind. Yeah. If you can get someone in behind them. Definitely. But that's where your pace and your fullbacks come from if you've got Kyle Walker. You know what I mean? Indeed, boys. We will see. We will see. But I, I'm, I'm almost 99% convinced that within the next three weeks, at the end of the next three weeks, um, England will be crowned European champions. Love that. Yep. And then Spurs next season. I know it's mental. So to, to, to will you let me there. come on your podcast again, Flav, if we win the final? Guys, <laughs> uh, you can come on the podcast when we lose to... Fucking Brentford next year because no one will want to. And we'll be more than <laughs> I'll one. I tell you, you gave me the prime slot there. Yeah. I love that. No, mate. I, I, absolutely, both of you are welcome. And uh, you know, thanks for coming on here. Um, you're both legends, and uh, I, I listen to same old Spurs podcast. And as should you, you guys. If you if you if you're listening to this and you enjoy the uh, the fighting cock, the same vibe happens over on 
uh, same old Spurs. So, uh, yeah. Mate, your cheers. podcast is the GOAT. I always say it to you. The GOAT of Spurs podcasts. I've that's always really said nice. it. Really and nice. it is. That's what it is, mate. God bless you, mate. God bless you. Uh, Madge, uh, congratulations on all your success. Um, you, Gaza, I, I, I don't know anything about all of the successes you've had in your life, but I hope to learn them soon. Well, the success was last week winning that, that grudge match. Of course. Four three. He four guided three. us to victory. Did and you notch as well. Did you notch? And did you, did you go through it? Through a couple of buds, mate. He had, a, he had a great game at right back. I won't lie. Love it. Right there. Absolutely love it. Was it eleven aside? Eleven yeah. aside, brother. On a very hot day. Even our old head of year came and watched. Yeah, it was good. It was a lovely. <laughs> it was, it was a lovely day. It was good a really fun. nice day. And, Gaza, and, and Louis, you? Louis works on the podcast with us. He, uh, I think, he's done about a thousand plus photos. Yeah, brilliant. Which, oh, uh, which was, which was nice. Where, to have. A, where, a lovely where, momento. Can we for see sure. these? Are these online? Can we see them? Uh, they're, they're on. I think on, you put them on your socials, guys. Uh, yeah, there's a few fl- uh, flicking around. Yeah, what, what, uh, we'll, we'll put them up. We'll put them up. All right, uh, we'll put a few we... up on our same old Spurs pod. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, how, how do we um, how do we find you guys? Like, people listen to this who want want to get a bit yeah, more imagined if gas. You, if you want want some more imagined gas, yeah. uh, head over to at Majestic Online at Same Old Spurs Pod is the handle for the pod. And what's your uh, Insta? Again? Do you know what? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That, that is, that is so gaz in terms of technology. Yeah, like, but I'll tell you what, honesty is always the best he policy. He doesn't even know who he how... Follow him. It's actually Anthony underscore King underscore SOS. Very easy. There you go. All right, boys. Thank Anthony you so much. underscore King underscore SOS. You know what would yeah. be great? If we we could meet up for a pint in uh, during the summer. Maybe. 100%. Definitely. Yeah, we'll do that. I'd love. Right, do you I'd know love what we that. need to do? We need to do the the, uh, the same old Spurs of fighting cock all stars versus like some other pod, like an Arsenal pod or something. What oh, play football great. against them? Yeah, Gaza's a lunatic. He's gonna fucking kill one of them, isn't he? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> he will. He will. Right. Honestly, I, right. I I couldn't think of anything worse than playing football against uh especially especially Gunnar ain't that good. Like, what and, we could and do you... then, Flav, is we could have we could actually do a same old Spurs against the fighting cock. Oh, little five, little, little, little five aside. I like it. We're old. All in the good age. We'll have a beer after. No, we'll have a beer after. We're old. We're old too. How old are you? Uh thirty-four. Yeah, I got I got five years on you. Yeah, but we, we don't worry guys, about that. How old are you, guys? Thirty-four. Oh, I'm going to bring a forty. We ain't, playing, we ain't playing you. Like five years is like a lifetime when you, when you can't get into your forties. <laughs> To be uh, fair, right. I'm not being funny. I feel it as well. Like when you get older, you do oh, feel you it. You really a lot do more. feel it. Like I played, I played three times this week. I'm dead. Yeah. Gaza, what you played? I love three it. Times Ask Gaza week. how much I love playing football. Yeah, oh, mate, this guy is crazy. You're just mad. So just we ain't played, too... played football in like I don't know. The the, the fighting cock lads they ain't played football in at least five years. You've mad. You just played football three then, times Flav. this week. We have to Wait, agree on a beer then. A beer it is. All right, a beer. It. Gaz, just if 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 like imagine if someone just sort of tread on your Achilles. Like, it's like yeah, a it's game. a problem. Yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah, you lose yourself. Problem. Would you lose yourself? Yeah, uh, mate. We, we we all have heads gone. I had a heads gone gone about three weeks ago where I just started screaming at Gaz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. All right. Well, that's what happens when you're good friends with people. You, you, you know, there's there's a parameter of acceptability in there. Yeah, there really is. All right, boys. Thank you so much. Yes, Flav, Flav top man, mate. Cheers. Yeah, no, legends. And I'd love, like, like I say, I'd love to meet you in the in the flesh and have a beer. Definitely, soon, mate.
bitch, you don't see box. Everybody wanna come and run it, but they're funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mommy. Ha ha, fighting cock and we don't give a shit. Everybody knows flat baits and prick. We can get a sticky in the mini, suck a willy. When you're getting grilly, yeah, you're gonna bang the milli. Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.